PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to a shit. Episode 466 of Cinema Crespediso. Eight times a week, you should brush your teeth at least minimum. That's what I've been told. How about you, Drew? That means that's at least once a day. Minimum. <laughs> at least. Actually, no one ever said anything about it. Was it supposed to be? I thought it was eight times on a Monday. Ugh. No? I mean, you have a super clean mouth on Monday. No, a super bloody mouth on Monday. <laughs> and then the rest of the week is garbage. Garbage, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I, uh, that all started because so don't, I said... So, so don't kiss Chris Crespo on a Saturday. Because, <laughs> woo! It's been a, on a it's, Sunday. It's, it's been a couple days. I rinse with vodka every night. I mean, I'm not sure if that counts. It's an alcohol. Yeah, but I don't think it cleans. Right the same. when you buy like Listerine, is that what alcohol Listerines are? I don't think it cleans the same way. You, do you have, have you ever got that gold Listerine, the brown Listerine? The stuff that tastes like bo- fucking booze. It's like the straight up. No, it doesn't taste like booze. I've had some. I no, had, it's, it's like the straight up rubbing alcohol. Yes, yeah. yes, like like pure. Whoa, my mouth is on fire. I love that shit. Yeah, it's addictive. It's it so is. Good. Uh, and it's the brown one, but uh, Gen Z they they've gone to calling it Listerine Gold. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're plusing it I up. I mean, it fucking cleans the shit out of your mouth. It'll clean the shit out of your mouth. It'll clean the shit off a diesel engine. <laughs> it's amazing. I had one. I tried one. I couldn't fit. I, I threw it away because I thought it was bad, actually. It was, um, it's like, oh, this Listerine looks like fun. It's interesting, whatever. You know, all the different versions. Yeah. Have. It's all stupid shit. It straight up, I would swish, swish around my mouth, and it tasted like um, Bailey's. Yes. It was like al- sweet alcohol. It, it, is it? Is it supposed to taste like this? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like is, that, is that a hint of vanilla? What the fuck is this? I could not finish it. Yeah. That was a waste. And I got to stick with the Listerine gold. It's got to hurt. It has to burn, burn, burn. Uh, welcome to Mouthwash Talk with Chris and Drew. This week we're drinking Gimlets. It's not really, I mean, I'm not sure if this counts as washing your mouth. There's enough sugar in here to... Decent amount of sugar. Put a nice little coat in your teeth. That's just simple syrup. Decent amount of sugar from simple syrup because we uh, we keep simple syrup in this house strictly for alcohol purposes. I mean, why not? Be, I'm, a, I'm a goddamn civilized gentleman. That's why. Sim- Shit. S- simple syrup to like making cocktails is like the shallot is to cooking restaurant food. Yes. Like it's the secret ingredient that n- it's so easy and nobody knows. No about one it. thinks about it. No one knows about it. You're like, I just drink a vodka drink. It's uh, there's no. Yeah, of course, there's no sugar in vodka. But that drink is delicious because here's a, whoosh, <laughs> a shot of simple syrup, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, it's smooth. why is it so smooth and delicious? Sugar. That's the devil's sugar. <laughs> Which is literally just sugar. It's sugar. It's sugar. 
Um, but I'm Puerto Rican, so half my blood is sugar. We That's we nice. we were born. We were ghosts born amongst the sugar cane fields of the colonized island. Of, we're not going to get sad sappy right now. I did not that, see West Side Story, that, so I'm not in that, that movie. That, that is the uh, that is the fog Puerto Rico yeah. episode. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Rico, the fog. The fog comes back, and it's the old sugar cane farmers. No, actually, it's the old like. Puerto Rico, they used to have all sorts of crops. That's why it was called Rich Port, because the Portuguese were like, holy shit. Uh, and then the Americans showed up and were like, man, we could grow so much sugar on this island. <laughs> and they got rid of all everything, the other, else. everything else and just grew sugar yeah. and turned it into sugar canes. And, and that was part of what ruined the island. Um, I did not see West Side Story. Apparently, no one did. It. I, I think, can you actually look that up? I'm sorry I, I didn't ask you to do this ahead it's of time. Okay. It's okay. Box office for West Side Story. Drew had no interest in seeing it whatsoever because it's a musical. Uh, I want to see it because of the Steven Spielberg movie. I see all Spielberg movies, including shit like War Horse. So why not see West Side Story? But also, uh, it's pretty well reviewed. However, the public did not want to see West Side Story because it was projected to make a ten million dollar opening weekend. Did it even do 10. that? Ten point five. Ooh, take that Spielberg. Ten point five. Take that. They delayed it a year. All that marketing. It, that trailer played in front of so many fucking movies. Yeah. No one wanted to see it. My mom, uh, I, I made the mistake of bringing, bringing it, up. it up the other day. Five-minute diatribe. So on really, like, it's like it's like a sacred cow type thing? Like you just can't touch no, it? No, no, no. She hates West Side Story. Oh, okay. Hates the original, hates the story, hates the what it stands for, the brown facing, the stereotyping. She hates West Side Story. Um, she even saw a Broadway production of it with a friend to even be like, "Fine, I'll even go see it on Broadway." To well, see you got, it. I if mean, it translates live or something. I mean, no, she exactly. If you, if you if if you're really gonna hate something and you've never seen it, <laughs> like you, you're not a real hater. No, she's seen the movie. She she's like Rita Marino has always been white passing. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. And then my dad is sitting there like, I like it. I, yeah. I want to see it. That's why. That's why I don't <laughs> like musicals. Like yeah. I've 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 watched mu- I've watched the musicals that are musicals. supposed to make you like musicals, and I'm just like, no, no, get yeah. me out of here, get me out of this room. <laughs> my dad likes West Side Story, and he wants to see the new one. Uh, I mean, it's and, and my special lady Marissa, she likes West Side Story, the original. There you go. So, uh, but she was out of town this mm-hmm. weekend for work, so that's also why I'm like I'm gonna hold off on it so I can see it with her. That's fine. I'm not gonna watch it, and and because also you're not gonna watch it anyway. So fuck it. I go I'll go with my other girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing today? Hanging out with your boyfriend, Drew? <laughs> your husband, Drew?" I was like, oh, "Well, actually, yeah, we are recording later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> it's the way it is." <laughs> Um, so we didn't see West Side Story, guys. Sorry if you're coming to us for our um, something, something. I'm mad. I know some of the songs. I don't know any of it, and I don't care. And Rita Marino, I just read a thing where she's like, I had them change the lyrics to "This Is America" because uh, or something America because there was like Puerto Rico, vile island of shit, and this and that. <laughs> and then I read another thing that was like, oh, Sondheim and all them when they wrote it back in the day, all the Jewish guys that wrote West Side Story mm-hmm. back in the fifties. Um, the reason they picked Puerto Ricans is because they were just going through a, a laundry list of ethnicities. Like, or do we make them Mexicans, Dominicans, Italians? What no. do we do? Who who do we make the other in this story of whites versus the other? And they just picked Puerto Ricans because um, they were literally just like the hot thing in the media at the yeah. time, the news, because of um, the, the La Migración. Ooh, did I say that right? I don't know. <laughs> the migration, the first yeah. migration. There was a much more recent one. Um. Anyway. Anyway. We saw the power of the dog on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah. Not not together. We saw it separately. Uh, it was boring. 
<laughs> I didn't want it to be boring. Not did I. I read online it was like it's slow but like rewarding, and that makes me think of something like Slow West or which literally has slow in the title yeah. to prep you uh-huh. for it. Uh, I even like. Do you remember? You may not remember Meek's Cutoff. Vaguely. Uh, that's another like really slow moving one. The Homesman is kind of slow for the most part, but that one also has banger scenes or like way crazier scenes at times. Uh, so I'm like down for a slow western. Yeah. Down for it. This is just kind of not really. I don't know. Yeah. Man. I mean, okay, so it's about it was fine. 1925 Montana, based on a book, apparently. Okay. All right. And, uh, I'm sure the book's way better. Probably way better. Usually that kind of happens. And it's about a, a Montana rancher who is like, love is not in the cards for him. He's just an ornery, smelly dude who lives in this stink and is happy being a tough uh, uh, nails on a chalkboard bitch. But apparently very well educated. But so educated. Yeah, he reads. <laughs> well, no, because they were plays saying... A, plays a banjo. Because uh, in that one scene, they were like, you know, he's from, like, whatever, blah, 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 Harvard. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, we went to fucking Harvard? That's true. <laughs> like, he like got, that he got, guy? He got sent <laughs> off to the city. He was a city boy for a while, and then took his education and came back to the Badlands. This made me think we need a Teddy Roosevelt documentary, because he tamed the Badlands before he... Uh, Really launch into his political career. I mean, I'm sure there's a Ken Burns Ken Burns one already. That's a documentary. I mean, like an actual movie, movie. You know, oh, like, like a, 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 a drama, movie, a drama yeah. documentary. For a little while, Leo oh, DiCaprio. A yeah, the DiCaprio wanted to make a Teddy Roosevelt movie for a while there, but he may be getting too old because it involves shooting stuff when oh, he's, he wants to do young stuff. That include you have I mean, to include that part of the story. I'm oh man, Roosevelt's entire life is in, is, is fascinating. Maybe they could do the digital de aging on because he's old. not old enough yet. If he gets started on it now, he could do it. To de-age him enough? I would believe it with some slight digital de-aging. I believe him as young TR. As a a 20-year-old TR? Yeah. Yeah, man. Because he was New York City Police Commissioner in his 20s, I think. And then after that, I think after that, then he went to Montana to be like... Cleaning up the streets of New York, <laughs> of 1900s New York, wasn't enough. I gotta go, like... I have to go tame the wilderness. I gotta go to an area of the country known as the Badlands and fucking try to, to raise steer there. And, ha- and he I, does. I have to ride a moose. He's I love that picture. Yeah. That is, that is the most insane thing ever, because if you know anything about moose, you know <laughs> that they are, like... They're killing machines. They're, they're like hippopotamuses. I was about to say. Like, they, just, they just murder things. I was about to say, picture Teddy Rose on a hippopotamus. Yeah. Like, same it's the thing. same thing. That's so funny. Um... Yeah, so Benedict Cumberbatch does not ride a moose or hippopotamus in, no, in the power of Rodolfo. He's just pissed off, and he he beats up a horse at one point. He does, in time, he does beat up a horse, spite. yeah, that poor horse, and uh, and then he makes a lot of rope, a lot of things about him making rope, and it turns yeah. out that's uh, ends up being pretty important to the story. No, a little over two hours. This movie felt like eight and a half. Uh huh. Agreed. It takes its time. Yeah. Jane Campion is a very well regarded New Zealand filmmaker. It's fine. I mean, uh, her biggest movie is probably The Piano. It's a different. It's a different type of movie. Mm-hmm. It is like I can appreciate these types of movies. Yeah, but uh, there needs to be a better payoff I, than the payoff mm, we get. Yeah, I feel like for me to like it or more action or something, just something, something needed to fucking happen. Yeah, as opposed to a uh, paranoid drunk uh, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got we got Plemons and Dunce playing a couple. What a shock! They're married. What a shock! <laughs> yeah, they're playing a couple. We got uh, Cumberbatch's just. I don't mind his American accent in this one. I'll say no. that he's doing southern, not southern country. Yeah, I don't mind it. I like it better than his flat 
non-specific Doctor Strange. Where it's just, I am American. I am American. He sounds like a, a, a Doctor House. <laughs> they're from the same. They're from the same part of America that doesn't exist. Um. Yeah, it's called London. It's called London. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Um, and then also it's uh, yeah, it's those two things, and then it's it's um, Nightcrawler from the new X Men movies being weird, mm-hmm. being out of place, mm-hmm. uh, yelled at and, and made fun of by the other cow hands because he's obviously not like them. He's sensitive. Back then they would say sensitive. he's a sensitive boy. Now they could just call him a soft boy. Now we just know he's soft. He's a soft boy, but that's what he likes. So maybe he's a soft. He's a, he's a soft boy. He I likes mean, other daddies. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be making a lot of money on Etsy selling those flowers. He'd be making money on Etsy selling flowers. He'd be making on money on OnlyFans uh, doing videos for old men. Probably he'd be doing a lot of stuff yeah. today. But yes. back then, all he could do was uh, serve cow pokes to make fun of him. Uh-huh. And. Uh, that scene was actually pretty well done. The um, the dinner scene early on where they, mm. they sit down for a meal and then the other rambunctious people, you would think it would be the cow hands yeah. that are gonna, who just came over from having their shots at the brothel. Well, you think they're the ones to be rambunctious and make the dining experience um, uncomfortable. But it's these other fucking jack-offs who are finishing their meal and like playing the playing with the, the well, yeah, I mean, well i mean the, and the next time we see him eating they're doing the same thing being even more assholes yeah what the fuck these guys suck <laughs> <laughs> and then jesse, jesse plemons has got to be like yo what's up guys yeah he's like i guess I'm, i guess i'm serving you now and they're like oh shit we can't fuck around with this yeah. guy i guess he's a little i like they keep calling him fatso yeah um i wonder if plemons got partially cast goes well we need a guy who can we can call fatso in a movie yeah. and and, and believe it and he put on this weight recently yeah. that he decided to keep i guess which <laughs> works for fine with it's fine he's a good actor and we need more fan actors we need actors that look like real people yeah uh and plemons is good it's crazy though to, what was the first plemons movie that, that i can think of maybe um observe and report yeah where he's just like a player and he's like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. And he keeps showing well, up and, and shit. All, and, and then, like, he gets in good movies, and you're like, oh. And he's, like, good <laughs> in them. Yeah, no, exactly. All right, Jesse Plemons, shit. If you say so. Okay, I guess you're a movie star. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you're right. Fuck, I guess we're going to be talking about you now. God damn it. Well, well, it's, Wasn't he in The Irishman? I think it was The it, Irishman. It's just like, uh, who's the guy? Um, he was recently one of the two idiots in 101 Dalmatians. Uh, uh, the one from oh, the, the idiots, the uh, Paul Walter yes. Hauser. Wal- yeah, Paul Walter Hauser. Yes, I think yeah. I think he's another one of those accidental movie stars. Yes. where it's just like holy fuck, this guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> he looks weird, but he's good in everything. Yeah. Why is he always good? He's interesting. I uh, got him on my Twitter shortlist where he tweets about uh, mostly wrestling, okay, movies, and then every now and then he's like, "Thank Jesus for this." <laughs> <laughs> He, oh. se- he seems like maybe a cool Christian. They're, Good for him. They're rare. Those, those are hard to find these days. Like Steve Edgy. Steve Edgy's a cool Christian. You know how you know he's a cool Christian? Because you know he's Christian. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Keep, keeps that shit to himself. <laughs> the way he's supposed to. Um, <laughs> yeah, it says in the Bible, keep your light under a bushel so no one can see it. It says that specifically in there. Or no, that's the other way around. I don't. I mean, do what you do at your house, but like, yeah, do it at your house, guys. Actually, it does say pray in the privacy of your own home. Do not do the shit in public. It does yeah. say that specifically. Just be nice about it. It's fine. Religion, Chris, religion's like a penis. It's fine to have one. It's fine. It's fine to okay. be very proud of it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Just don't whip it out in public <laughs> and keep it the hell away from my children. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. You got me. I followed you on that journey, and at the end, I was there. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs>
Um, man, yeah, this movie's okay. <laughs> it is what it is. It's just okay. It's got great reviews. I say it's fine. I'm putting it on the fine scale. Hell, I'm, I'm giving yeah. it two eyes. Two eyes. I'm, I'm going to give it out of respect for Jane Campion for being a great filmmaker who's been working for several decades. I, uh, I'm, I'll give it one eye on the fine scale. I'll, I'll give You'll her, go two eyes. I'll, I'll give her all that due respect. I'm still giving That's it fine. two eyes on the fine scale. That's fine. And I give that opinion. <laughs> one eye on the fine scale. That's there fine. It's totally fine. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's it's super well-reviewed. Uh, it's one of those things where you look on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like in the 90s for um, approval in terms of like, like 90% of tricks like it. At least, I mean, we just gave it positive rating yeah. even though it was no, I get, equivocal I, and yeah. you know not st- glowing I would, I would still give it a, a, po- a positive I, over a negative yeah exactly so that's I think that's uh, what's happening here uh, and then the audience score is like in the 60% but I, I get I, it I, I, I believe that that's fine this, yeah. this movie is not for everyone it will turn up in the Oscar conversation it will be nominated for stuff it ain't gonna win shit um, but it is Netflix's like Oscar movie for the year they do this now ever since yeah. Alfonso Cuaron's Roma Roma yeah, that's what it's called, right? They, they have prestige pieces. Yeah, now they do it every year. They got that. They got the Irishman. They got this. They at least get one in there that's specifically for Oscar stuff. Let's get into our media diets. Um, you caught up on Wheel of Time at all? Yes. Oh, caught up on Wheel of Time and Hawkeye. Okay, so Wheel of Time up to episode six. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many episodes are Maybe 10, 12? What do you think so far, man? I'm, I'm enjoying it for what it is. I'm, I'm not I'm the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan of Roseman Pike, but... Uh, I mean, I, overall or in this? Overall, okay, uh, and I, it's she's grown on me. The the, the characters have grown on me. Yes, like that's the thing where the 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 dude, I st- uh, the the main guy, the one who has the love interest with the other girl, the one with the the, the kid with the red hair, the kid, the kid, one of the kids, yeah, yeah the kid, yeah, 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 yeah. The kid with the one, red one hair, one of the possible dragons. S- something about his face, I want to punch it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I'm <laughs> yeah. fine. Yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Something about... Yeah, he does have a punchable face. Yeah. That's true. Um, Other kids. Yes, I like... uh, Like, characters are like... Yes, it's a thing where it's a new show. We're learning who these characters are. So now by episode five and six, I'm starting to like like some of them. And And understand the world. Understand the dynamics of them and all that. Um, uh, Leandrin and her, her... conniving ways and everything and then what's her what's a Moraine when she's like I know about that dude in Northampton uh huh you keep the shit up I want to tell you the little ladies about them they ain't gonna like that shit and then she's like oh shit on your knees <laughs> yeah oh that was crazy oh, I like how the episode starts with the young version of her yeah right and I was like this is really effective drama this is good that scene is really good with the dad and they go back to the village it's yeah. burned down it's like you gotta go this sucks I was like this is good uh, and then it cuts to that scene and then she shows up on the throne I was like Damn, that's good storytelling. Yeah. Now, now we got the the huge time jump that, that we we didn't even know was happening uh, to this awesome lady with the tattoos, and then the reveal later where she's like on your knees. Uh, uh-huh. when, like, uh, think about that while you're begging for mercy, uh-huh. while your head touches the the marble floor, and then she's like, "Shit, I gotta like." Fuck all this stuff. <laughs> Um, and then later, the reveal of their real relationship. I was like, yeah. damn, this is pretty good. Like, this is getting to me. I think I'm really starting to like the well, show. And, and it's that, uh, I mean, it's that early Game of Thrones twisty shit. Yes. Is what it is. Where there are layers upon, like, you know, the scene that you just saw, some of it was truth, some of it was for show. Yes. Some of it had consequences, some of it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, and you get all that without even fucking knowing it That's until true. like 20 minutes later when you get these other parts of the story. That's true. It's a good storytelling, so, good world building. That's totally no. true. I like when 
that one lady's like, we need you to stick around in the tower. And then she goes to the other one. She's like, I, I, you need to exile me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My punishment has to be. And then they yeah, do it. I, I need to get the fuck out of here. I got shit to do. And then it's funny <laughs> when it's a big somber thing. We're like, now you're going to exile. And everyone's like, oh, no. But we, the audience, are like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, this is, no, this is, this this is, is what, what she, wants. she wants. So good. It's really good. Um, I can see why, obviously, it's been like a book series that has lasted so long that yeah. people have kept buying the books and and kept it going and why uh, it's a big deal that it's being adapted it's good fantasy I mean I'm and it's good fantasy that I've read because I read fantasy stuff that's newer I don't have a deep fantasy knowledge the stuff I read has been new the stuff I'm reading is like based on tropes that I bet you're being established by this like this is all shit that I'm I'm familiar with based on the newer stuff what's that one book that uh, have you ever even read that the fifth season the Broken Earth series started reading it while I was in uh, jury duty one day yeah it was a long time ago (laughs) that was a long time ago uh there's like a whole thing where the characters in that book can do magic, yeah, and they pull it from, from the energy the around them, yeah, and the way from, it's, and the quakes, yes, the quakes, and the way it's written feels like uh, light tendrils go into the earth, and the visuals of this show yeah. make me think of how I read that book. Um, but then it makes me think, well, shit, that book was written like five, six years ago. Yeah, this shit was written in the I 90s. I guarantee you the, the lady who wrote that book yeah. read Wheel of Time. 100%. 100%. <laughs> She's like, I know every yeah. aspect of the lore of all that, I yeah. bet you. N.K. Jemison. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying I think it's a good show. I'm looking I'm, forward I'm, to it. I'm going to keep the, watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to see this series, this season to the end for sure, and uh, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it until they stop making it, <laughs> or until it gets bad. Like, well, I mean, even Game of Thrones just like to the end. Yeah, well, it's because I knew it was the last season. Even though, even though it was bad, I was like, I have to fi- like that's true. I have to finish it so I can tell people to be like, oh, Game of Thrones, it's great up until here, and then just stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, j- it's like it's like Dexter. You can watch up to season four and then just stop. Apparently. Yeah. But some people are not. They're going to watch yeah. a new one and be disappointed all over again. You said he caught up on Hawkeye. Uh, what'd you think? It's just fine. Right? The show's fine. I don't not like it. But I don't like it like it. I'm not crazy for it. I wrapped presents while I was watching it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. This is cool. Yeah. They had their like their fun with talking about arrows. I liked when yeah. she was like, uh, how about a boomerang arrow? And he was like, no. No. Immediately. Okay. Wait, he was like, what are you talking about? This? So what? We, then we die? Yeah. <laughs> and it took her a minute to be yeah. like, well, oh. yeah. Well, you dodge it on the way back. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. We're dodging our own weapons. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, if there doesn't end up being some sort of boomerang arrow situation at the end of this season, I'm going to be a little I mean, disappointed. I did, I did like the reveal at the end of this episode. That was fun. And that became a big news item, so I feel like I found out about it before the show. I got to see the episode because okay. I, wa- I watched the show yesterday. I mean, the, se- the second I saw, like, the second I noticed her wrists, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, hey, I, I know what's going on Black, here. Black, Black Widow. Yeah. They sent the Black Widow. Uh-huh. Um, yes, Florence Pugh revealed that she, like, posted something on Instagram about being in Hawkeye, and that shit got pulled by, like, Disney and all them. They're like, no, you cannot reveal that you've been working on Hawkeye. Uh Uh, but then, like, I saw that, I was like, oh, I guess so, she's in the new episode of Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't, it doesn't change anything having that, like, spoiled ahead of time. No, but but it's, it's fun that, you know, we're tying, we're, we're... I'm just glad things are still tied together. Yeah, in a fun, loose way. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense because I figured I, I I was wondering how you know how they were going to keep everything all tied together throughout all of this bullshit, yeah. and it's 
you it's know, working. Yeah, they got it's they, working. They they mentioned Natasha a couple of times. She, that, the sister. I mean, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. It's a fine show. Um, my favorite character is the one that we've barely explored. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what his big reveal is, is going to be. But the um, her mom's Kate Bishop's mom's yeah, boyfriend, boyfriend, whoever the fuck he is. Yeah, this yeah. guy from Fargo or not Fargo, Better Call Saul. I I love his character on Better Call Saul because he's always like he has a question about something. He's like, oh yeah, it's over here. Show me. Everything's like, show me. I want to see it. Show me. Uh, he's a great actor. He's fun. I want to see what his deal is. Hawkeye's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I finished Chucky okay. episode eight. It ends on eight episodes. It gets crazy. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. I highly recommend people watch this campy, super campy, super enjoyable show. Uh, for which they announced the season two. Okay, Chucky two is coming. Cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, maybe a spoiler. I don't give a shit. This is super funny. At the end of episode eight, it ends with um, Chucky sitting by a fireplace reading a book. He's just like reading it. And then he looks up. He's like, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> and then it cuts to him. He's like, "I hope you enjoyed my show. It's my new show. It's been a lot of fun. Let's go over my victims." And and then they do a count. They recap. A body all. count. Yeah, he's like, "Got one electrocution, one beheading, one cool That's dishwasher." Cool. It was That's fun. Super funny. And then I, what was the body count? I think it ends up being like twenty-two. Cool. Like twenty-two victims in the show. Most of them stabbing. Yeah. Um, but it's super funny. And then it's like a close up. Oh, and then also this happens a few times because there's a number of Chucky dolls. Like sort of spoilery guys. Just watch the show. It's cool. Um, whenever a Chucky doll, a good a good guy doll gets possessed uh, by part of this soul, this the serial killer soul who's into voodoo magic, um, Charles Lee Ray. The doll itself sort of changes, mm -hmm. so then when you kill the doll, either via shooting or stabbing or choking or anything, it has blood and meat inside of it. Fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't so, want to so, say so anymore. So it becomes corporeal. Dude, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross and fun and cool. I like it. Awesome. Chucky's really fun. Uh, highly recommend that one. Uh, Hawkeye, Chucky, Wheel of Time. Okay. I, I, I speaking of my special lady friend, um, it just feels weird being a was a four-year-old man saying girlfriend mm -hmm. oh, stay away from my special lady friend <laughs> <laughs> that sounds even weirder that, for you, yeah, actually that's in Big Lebowski <laughs> I get that from Big Lebowski I was like stay away from my special lady friend I'm just trying to help her conceive man um, the, uh, we went and saw the Dune IMAX re-release reissue uh -huh. because uh, she had not seen it in any theater and I'm like, and this is sad. IMAX for you. again, yes. <laughs> okay. And, and now it's available on IMAX, and it was her first IMAX when the when the I actually maybe even during the trailer for the Batman trailer, she was like, "Oh my god, this is loud." You, you yes. don't know anything. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. And then and then the uh, the Sardaukar throat. That's a wall of speakers it's, behind the screen. I, I never even explained it to her. Maybe I'll tell her <laughs> about that later. It's a wall of speakers behind the screen. Um, the uh, the very beginning with the Sardaukar throat singing um, dreams or messages yeah. from the deep, the black screen, and then the the, 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 the intro, it sounds like the drums are in the room with you. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, like <laughs> audibly like, oh my God. Yeah. IMAX is awesome. I can't believe how intense this is. And then halfway through the movie, she leaned over and was like, I can see why you wanted me to see this in a theater and, Duh. Not, and not at home. Um, but it, man, it's so good. That yeah. movie is so fucking good. Yeah, I love it so much. I can't wait for part two. It'll probably be nominated for like best picture. I think too. I hope so. Yeah, I think it might be because of the whole expansion of pictures and because did you know this is a fucking strange fact? In 2021, uh, less movies got released theatrically than in 2020. You would think it'd okay. be the other way well, around because of the pandemic. 
Well, I mean, yes and no. This pandemic, people thought the pandemic was finished a year ago, Chris. So, so movies started coming out. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Less movies came out this year theatrically. Um, it's it's gonna be it's a weirdly thin um, Oscar season, and I think Will Smith and King Richard are gonna swoop in and really clean up. Um, but we'll see. It's still a few months out, not until March. Um, so the Dune reissue. So, oh fuck, fuck, it's so good. And by the time people hear this, it's gone. It's uh, got replaced by West Side Story, yep. which is bombing, and will be replaced in a week anyway by Spider Man. Uh, yeah, yes, it will. Spider Man's taking it. Um. Mentioned last week that I have access to a video game machine, Xbox mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some video games. What's been playing? I'm getting back into it. Just I'm sampling things. Oh no, yeah, I well, because you guys, you guys got kind of know you got the Game Pass, so it game gives you access to everything. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And also, it's been a few years for me, so I need to ease my way back into it before I jump into the deep end with the Yakuza Zero, which I think I'm going to yeah. do this week. Uh, but I, I, I read down. Oh, yeah, download part of it. I watch, I play Doom Three. Uh-huh. A little bit, because yeah. I love that game yeah. when that shit first came out. Yeah. And then playing it now, I play like I don't know, forty minutes of it. Well, see, that's just like it's delete this. I'm done. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I finished it the first time I played it. I played the whole fucking yeah. game. But some like, games don't have good replay value for whatever reason. whatever reason. I was playing. I got bored pretty fast. Like, okay, yeah. it's a twitchy shooter. Like for when I was in my twenties. This was awesome. Living in my grandma's house in college, this was fucking like escape from yeah. from life. Uh-huh. But now I'm like, eh, I, yeah. can, I can do better. Yeah. Um, alien colon isolation. Apparently, that's apparently the game is very good. Okay, for what I've been told, is it? I don't know. I've been, I haven't played it. I'm bored. Okay, <laughs> so it's not very good. I, uh, no, it just may be me. It <laughs> okay. just be. Uh, it, no, I think it is good because it does the thing. Video games are so weird. A thing where it, it works, where it, it can scare you. Yeah. It can scare you. Yes. Like there's a moment I'm walking around in this abandoned space station and then and then there's like floodlights everywhere and like a light just psh, just blows up. And I go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. On my couch. On my couch. Uh-huh. In my room. <laughs> yes. You know, this uh-huh. stupid. Stupid. It's awesome. It's effective. Um, but it's a game in which you're Ellen Ripley, not Ellen Ripley, you're someone Ripley, you're Ripley's daughter, Ellen Ripley's oh, okay. daughter. And she's taking jobs looking for Ellen Ripley, who's out there floating around in space between Alien and Aliens. Okay, gotcha. And um, so she takes a job, it takes her to some fucking space station that's been under distress. She gets on there, turns out, obviously, there's a xenomorph on board, and it's fucking everything Insanity. Up. Yeah, so yeah. when you first get there, it's quiet, and you're walking around, you're exploring the space, and you're learning about it, and it's boring for the first, like, 30 minutes I was playing. I was like, God, what do I do? This yeah. sucks. Um, and then finally you meet someone. There are people on there and like looters and stuff. So then it becomes like a weird splinter stealth element where you got to get around these people. And I'm like, shit, man, I just want to get to an alien. And then the dude you're with dies, gets killed by an alien. And then the alien shit starts happening. And then I got too scared. I shut up. There you go. That's too, that's too scary. Yeah, yeah. That's too scary, man. You should, you should play it some more. I got to play it during the day. <laughs> the... Um, like the first time an alien kills you is really fun. It killed me. I yeah, mean, obviously, it's fine. everyone must die in the same part because it's yeah. like, how do you figure out what the fuck you're even supposed to do in this goddamn game? You're just scanning the room until the, the A button pops up, then you can hit the A button. And uh, this game is more stealthy. You're yeah. not a you're not a killer. You're just a, a, a worker, right? So yeah. it's more like the first Alien movie. A tip even comes up at one point that says. Uh, t- for your survival, like like stay in dark shadows and try not to make any yeah. noise. Uh-huh. And <laughs> just like if you see something, stop moving. Yeah, hide in the shadows. Hopefully, it'll go by you because you can't kill it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm like, as I'm playing the game, I'm like I don't know, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And then I saw a commercial on the Game Pass 
for Aliens, as in the sequel, colon, fire team, in which you play, you're part of a, a space marine team dropped into a hive. Murdering the fuck out of aliens. Yes. Maybe that's what you want to do. I think that's what I want to do. <laughs> I, I don't think I want to do Splinter Cell yeah. Alien. I think I want to do Halo Alien. Okay. Um, it is, it's a great looking game. Atmospherics are great. It has great alien uh, iconography. And then, like I said, I got killed by the end. I was like, oh, that's fun. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. I think I'm bored with it already. <laughs> I don't know what I want from video games anymore, Drew. Yeah. It's been I've been out of it for years. I don't it's, know what I want. Just play play whatever suits your fancy. Until I find something that yeah. only hooks me, right? Um, I revisited well, my brother downloaded onto it, so I went ahead and started playing the '90s Lucas Arts point and click game, uh, Full Throttle. Yeah, which is uh, I love those Lucas Arts games. Yes, and I played a handful of them, and this is one that I play the most in the '90s. And uh, this is a remastered version, and I've I discovered halfway through playing. I'm already at like 74 percent, just because I remember. Yeah. I remember everything. Yeah. So I'm at 74 percent of the way through. And halfway through playing the game, I realize if I hit a specific button while I'm playing, it actually reverts back to the original 90s graphics. Yeah. And sound. And man, I don't understand how <laughs> I play that. I don't understand <laughs> how I could play a game that looked that pixely bad. Because it was the best that the dude. You if. You look back at the original, or, well, and also here's the thing: mm-hmm. your HD TV doesn't do pixels. No, it's not meant for pixels. No, it doesn't. So it looks terrible. It looks That's another awful. thing. It's blown up on my 65 yeah, it, inch it looks HD. Terrible. It looks terrible. Yeah. That's why I can't use my Nintendo 64 or my Super Nintendo. Because yeah, that sucks. My right? TV is too good for it. That I sucks. need to. I need to find a the biggest CRT I yes. can find. <laughs> we gotta find a CRT. They gotta be in pawn shops somewhere. Um, I need a CRT and I need a VCR. So I can watch Empire Strikes Back. No. Um, but it's fun playing the game, dude. And then when you and then when you click back to the remastered version, I'm like, it's like oh, Whoa. <laughs> okay, wow, this looks I, I good. I can play this game. Yeah, like, wow, mm-hmm. this looks good. It looks fun. It's a good. It's a fun game. Full Throttle is a very fun game. Um, I downloaded f- the Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I've been hearing about lately. Did you on all uh, sorts of podcasts? Did you fly over our neighborhood? I have not had a chance yet. I barely got halfway through. I did. I started playing late last night. I got halfway through the training. I'm like, this is fucking too much for right now. I'm high. I'm tired. I need to go to bed. See how good it is. Fly over our neighborhood. I, yeah. So far, I just flew over. Uh, I think Sedona, Arizona. <laughs> you should fly over somewhere you know, Chris. It, it, that was part of the training. It was just I couldn't oh, choose. Okay. I, was, I was still learning how to do like y'all and all this stuff. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. All I want to do is fly over Maitland. That's all I want to do. Anyway. That was my media dad. What you got from me? Uh, so I caught up on Secession. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Episodes uh, 7 and 8. And it is it is what it is. And this is the thing where, didn't they do like half a season and then they stopped because of COVID and now this is the second half of the season? Or no. Is that a different show? No, that's Billions. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's Billions. Yeah, yeah, this I confused just, those two shows. I mean, I, I, I don't know how many episodes there are going to be. Actually, I think this might have been this, this season finale, surprisingly enough. Oh, really? Episode 8. Eight episodes? Yeah. Chucky was eight episodes. Oh. I like an I like an eight episode. I'm okay with that season. That works yeah. for me. Are, did you enjoy? Did you like it? Yeah, I mean it's a session. It's you know, de- depending on how you're watching it, you're like these people. If you're watching it as a drama, these people are the worst <laughs> people in the entire world. Yeah. I can't believe I'm watching the show. Yeah. Uh, or if you watch it as a comedy, it's like this is the darkest, most fucked up, <laughs> weird comedy I've ever watched in my life. Weird. I love it. That's so weird. How that works. <laughs> That's awesome though. Adam McKay, man, he's so, good. He's pretty good. Yeah. And then he's got that. Don't look up. Coming out on Netflix here. I mean, soon. what well, I think we'll be talking about that next week. Actually, I mean, the, the daughter's name is Siobhan, and they call her Shiv for short. Shiv. So <laughs> if you if, if you if you don't get the joke, then you're not going to understand the show. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to name a kid Shiv. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, these are my kids, Shiv and Shank. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I also watched uh, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2. Oh, they put out a Part 2 of this yeah, season? Yeah, so it's uh, five more, the last five episodes. All right. So I watched that. Was so it, was so it I'm, good? Ca- I'm caught up on the Kevin Smith He-Man. Was it fun? I mean, it's it, it's definitely for kids. Yeah. It, it's a little more cool and there's more death, but the, the, it's monster death. So Sure, 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 sure. Cartoon monster death. It's yeah. for kids. Mm-hmm. It's for kids. But it's, I mean... It scratches that it scratches that nostalgic He-Man itch if you got one. Fair. Uh, I don't know if I really do. I like He-Man, although you know I do but have a bit al- of a one. But but it also it also goes into another part because at the end of part one, Skeletor gets the fucking sword and becomes a goddamn master of the universe. Shit. So part two is about you know beating Skeletor, but he's He-Man. You know. Yeah, yeah, because he has the power. Yeah. He has the power. Yeah, I have the power. Exactly. Shit, I gotta watch that. So, um, it gets I, to go some cool places. You know what I saw at Target? What the a rep, Not even a replica, just a reissue. They put it out again. The Castle Grayskull playset. Ooh. Do you remember that thing? I did. I, I didn't I, have it though. I had it. I got I it had, for my birthday. I had the uh, the Thundercats. Oh yeah, the, the cat's one Thunder yeah. Mountain, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the light up eyes with the cat. I, I had yeah. I had some that Thundercat had. figures, but I didn't have the. the See, that's base. just it. I only had I didn't have that many Thundercat figures, but I had the base. Weird. So, we, so I used the base man, for everything else. Too bad we were <laughs> friends when we were kids, man. We could have teamed up our shit. We had the best toy collection ever. Uh, I had the, the oh, and I then, had the Gray Skull, and then if awesome. we would have added my friend Brian, who had literally every single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy that goddamn all of them. Existed. I we would have had doubles because I had a bunch of them too. I had the Turtle Van. I had everything except the Blimp. I feel like. The goddamn uh, he, had, he had all the weird shit, everything. all the different styles. Was... Yeah, I, I had a ton of turtle toys. Yeah. Um, Master Universe. I listened to a podcast, a movie podcast, one of the few ones I listened to, uh, in which the voice of Orko. Okay, he's one of the co-hosts of the show. Cool. Yeah, and he, and this guy, his brain is broken. It's just full of movie facts and <laughs> and box office analysis, like numbers that he remembers from childhood. That's weird. Yeah, but he's Orko. Okay. Is that right? I may be making that up. I think that's right. He also played Arthur in the Amazon Tick Show. Okay. Remember that? Did you watch that? Vaguely. No one watched that shit. Did you watch it? I watched, uh, I think, like an episode. An episode? And was like, you know what? No. I, I got better things to watch. They did two full seasons of it, apparently. Yeah. I love the Tick, but it's it's a hard one to translate well, I mean, outside I, of I cartoon. Mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed the, uh, the Cowboy Bebop fucking live action shit but we're never getting any more of that so apparently not cancel as of a couple days ago no well there you go that's a bummer ends on the cliffhanger too I'm okay yes and no Mm. I think it's because it's too expensive for for, for the amount of viewership and the the reviews that I got no maybe that's why I mean it's fine Cowboy, they could just uh, if they if they if they could just reanimate the old episodes with better graphics and then <laughs> have people watch it again. Just do Cowboy Bebop remastered. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Fuck it. It's fucking great. So I should just, just I should just start the cartoon from the original, like the first episode, and just watch it. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, you like you like detective stuff. You like noir. You you like space. I like, I like all these things. You like I like jazz. You like jazz. <laughs> yeah, you, you like you, you like everything that is That's cow- in it. Yeah. Shit. Why haven't I watched it? That's a good question. It's been around since the 90s, Chris. I, I watched it in high school. I know. <laughs> Stoned I know on my couch on Adult Swim, like. Damn, the Japanese make really cool <laughs> cartoons. Like, this is a thing, <laughs> and it's good. 
this is awesome. Yeah. I almost just went and saw randomly, um, was it my neighbor Tortoro? Oh, was that in the, is it, that in theaters? It was playing as part of like every year they do Ghibli Fest. Yeah. Just random Ghibli movies. I, I mean, I, I've seen it and I like, I, I like, I appreciate the Ghibli stuff that's more for kids, but I really like the stuff that has the more adult themes. Sure, obviously. It's a Toro that leans so, more family. Yeah. Uh, which is ultimately part of the reason why. Yeah. Also, it's a Fathom event, so even with the Regal mm-hmm. card, it's like a $13 ticket. Yeah. You know, IMAX, it's only... So if you... This is not an ad for a <laughs> Regal app. What are you using our Regal app? If you go to IMAX, it's a $6 upcharge. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a $20 ticket. Yeah. $20 for a matinee. It's it, for a matinee. That's fine. That, that that pays for one month. That pays for four other movies. That Yeah. With my Regal app. Yeah, that's $20. Yeah, dude, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Uh, we should get out there more often. It's that gigantic theater. The theater is fucking awesome. This is far away. Yeah. And there's nothing to do... Also, there anymore. Like before, before or oh, after the movie, in, in the immediate we could, area, yeah, we, we, we yeah. could get lunch and, yeah. and get a drink without having to go back to the car. Now, like, yeah, let's was, get the fuck out of here. This place is dying. Yeah, we used or no, it's dead. Yeah, we used to be able to go to Adobe Gila's and set the bar, have a couple of drinks, eat some nachos, uh, have some fun. All that, all that shit is gone. I guess we could, we could, BB Kings is still open. <laughs> the, the thrill is gone. <laughs> the thrill is gone. No one talks about BB King anymore. Rest in peace, BB King. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with the second half of the show. We're going to have new drinks. We enjoyed our gimlets. They were great. Thank you to my brother for making this gimlets. Okay. We're going to we're getting something else. We're going to come back with some clover, clover. Oh, shit. I should eat something. We're going to come back <laughs> with some clover clubs. Uh, also not sponsored by Aviation Gin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. American Gin, made by a Canadian. Made by a Canadian. Oh, thank you, Deadpool. We appreciate it. We'll be right back with the second half of the show. so cheap these days my parents have tvs in the upstairs like guest bedrooms that never get used yeah they're Uh just tvs sitting there that don't get used i could do that 
I, I could put one in the guest bedroom that doesn't get used. There you go. And then the rare chance a guest comes over, shit, there's a TV in here? You'd be like, yeah, I'm a baller. <laughs> it's the one thing that makes the most sense in the movie Elysium when like, everything is shit and people live in favelas, but then you walk into a living room and there's a big flat screen TV. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, exactly. That actually yeah. tracks. Uh-huh. It's so weird. Because so technology weird. becomes cheap at, at such a certain point in time. Yeah. Magic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of episode 466. We're picking up sticks, and that means it's time for... Renegade? What? Sticks. Sticks of what? Lady! Something or something. You know, sticks. Okay. Hear me. Whoa, 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 your love. Steve Perry? I mean, yes and no. Later, that Japanese guy, that guy who's the the karaoke guy who ended up being their lead singer. Remember that story? Excuse me. So sticks, they had a yeah, I'm pretty sure it sticks. Where their lead singer for a while was this Japanese dude who does a dead on Steve Perry impression, and uh, he was just like doing karaoke and shit. And they heard about him where they saw him online and they had him audition. And they're like, yeah, you're good, man. You want to be our lead singer? (laughs) <laughs> well, good for him. It's a, sort of like that Mark Wahlberg movie, Rockstar, where he gets pulled out of the crowd to be the lead singer of fake Judas Priest. Remember that movie? No. Oh, my God. It is terrible. You don't, it, Did you see it? It's him I, and I Jennifer think, Aniston. I don't think so. So it's essentially the Rob... It's a Judas Priest story where Rob Halford got replaced. He got kicked out of Judas Priest and then replaced uh, by some guy who just did like a dead-on Rob Halford impression. Yeah. And... Uh, in the movie, Mark Wahlberg, he plays the guy who goes to see his favorite band, like Dueling Fire Dragons or some shit, I don't know. And he's in the front row, and he's singing so good that they just pull him in on, on stage. And, and then, then Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. And it's bad. Okay. It's a bad movie. Yeah, I'll make sure I continue not to watch it. <laughs> That's fair. Guys, cinemacrespedizo at gmail.com. If you email us, we will read it on the show. If you're uh, someone awesome like Ron, you'll realize that we have questions about a thing like the Wheel of Time, and then you'll maybe even send us some answers. Is that what happened here? Because I just read the headline of that. What's the, what's the name of the email? Uh, the headline? Headline. Subject? Some answers. <laughs> I assumed yes. it's Wheel of Time related. It is. All right, here we go. Uh, there seems to be some of book one. But not nearly more than 40% of the characters in The Wheel of Time. Goddamn. Have y'all seen Encanto? It's fucking great. No. I haven't sung one song this much. Okay. Expanse time, baby. Yeah, the new season of Expanse started. Yeah, so we're gonna we're waiting for it to build up a little bit. We're already finishing up some other things like Hawkeye and whatnot. So in January, in, on Patreon.com, expect an Expanse Season 6 wrap-up episode. Uh, it says, I'm at a strip club try, to try some ladies right. and see what can happen. All right. What should the mask protocol be? I mean, wear your fucking mask. Wear your mask, but also... But, but, everything, but I, I hope their titties are out. Yeah. And if it's... I mean, where is he? Where are you? What? What are we? I mean, we have we have I don't know, strip club well, well, laws here in our place. Yeah, I was about to say in Florida, it's either full, it's either full nude or full. So rare to have them both. Yeah, what's that? Cheetahs, cheetahs. There's, the, I mean, the cheetah club in Sarasota. I don't know how they got away with it. They but get away with it. They do they it. They do. You can do it. So. Get, that's a that's a long way to go for expensive ass teas. Um, man, I hope you enjoy Drew's phone is the most, uh, like... Uh, evil, th- it hates us. It hates, it hates the show and hates what we do here. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, damn. <laughs> Drew's trying all different body positions to make this work. Uh, 
super super sad about the Cowboy Bebop. I hate the web complaining. Yeah, the web complaining they, a lot. Uh, there was a lot that was unnecessary. Also, there's a lot of cursing in UFC. Have a good day. A lot of cursing in UFC? Interesting. I don't watch any UFC. You mean like the commentators are cursing? Like, that's a vicious fucking elbow from from Anderson Silva. I don't know anything. Perhaps. I barely know nothing about MMA. I even tried producing an MMA show at one point. I was like, there's a hot chick talking about MMA. Will people be interested? And no one, no. It, no one was interested. Apparently not. She also wasn't good at it. Well, whatever. That's probably why. You gotta try, man. You gotta try things. It didn't help that her husband got accused of sexual assault at his a giant worldwide known company. We're gonna move on. The uh, thanks, Ron. We appreciate it. No, we haven't seen Encanto. I'm I'm just waiting for a Disney streaming on that yeah. one. Uh, I mean, it looks fun. It looks fine. The trailers always look fine. I still haven't seen the last Pixar movie, so. Um, Luca, yeah. Luca's good. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. I like it. Yeah, See, it that's just it. Once again, like the the thing with like the Disney movies is like they are because they're for kids. They're musical heavy, and I'm just man, I don't like I don't musicals. Think, I don't think Luca is it that musical. Even heavy. the animated stuff. Like I, I tried rewatching Aladdin. That used to be one of my favorite oh, Disney Aladdin movies, very and musical. I can't fucking stand it these yeah. days. Prince Ali, shoot me in the face. It's a good song, though. No, no. Is it just nostalgia? Me thinking it it's is. a good song. And Robin Williams. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, Robin Williams. Juice Cogman, tell me the truth. How you like them truth, them truth bombs, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I forgot to put up a Facebook comment question thread. Post. So we don't have any because there's there was no post <laughs> to post. Guys, into. guys, whatever. Uh, Patreon.com slash so Sign up today for um, sequel. December Star Trek II Wrath of Khan just came out. We're doing sequels to movies we haven't done the earlier versions of. It's kind of complicated, but if you're already listening on Patreon, it makes sense. It's a lot of fun. And if you're not listening on Patreon, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, bro. Come on, you can't afford twelve dollars a, a year. Come on, one dollar a month gets you access. Three to five dollars a month means you're actually supporting the show. Uh, it's solely up to you guys. Uh, don't make me force your hand. So we're gonna get into some newsies, but first, how about these clover clubs? So, I mean, delicious. So we're we're gonna get into small children who deliver newspapers for nickels. Yes, we're gonna talk about Christian Bale wearing a funny hat, a Kangol hat, mm-hmm. doing again. Musical. Musical. Oh, boy. See, I could tolerate it when I was a child for some reason. Because it's all but we had. Not, not as an adult. It's all we had. Also, at our time, it's not like we had this bevy of stuff available to us to enjoy. It was Super Mario Brothers. It was the, the 11 or 20 channels. Oh, maybe you had cable. The right channels. Oh, God. I'm so tired. Um... How many stories do we have here? Let me see. We have uh, a decent amount of stories. This is some. Do I have anything particularly depressing that I want to kick off with? Because those are always the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not really. It's actually a pretty, pretty light week. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Parentheses Part One. one. Close parentheses. Saw that. Oh my God. A teaser trailer dropping, showing a little bit of Miles Morales versus Spider-Man 2099, yep. who is a good old Duke Leto Artredes. I mean... Oscar Isaac. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
I didn't. I was never a fan of the 2099 no, Mar- no one Marvel was. reboot. No one was. No. Um, and like I read some of the Spider-Man stuff, and it was just <laughs> it was whatever. Yeah, I have. I mean, I'll tell you what. The mm-hmm. I liked the the new suit, like the weird futuristic, almost like sure. e- evil suit, sure. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I always dug. Kind of, but mechanical. Yeah, but everything else is was really garbage. Uh, all that. No one liked any of it. It was a weird yeah. reboot thing. I have a copy of. The first edition, although number one Hulk twenty ninety nine signed by like an illustrator or yeah, some shit. He looks like a dragon. It's it, stupid. It's probably worth less Squat. than it cost yeah, yeah, at yeah. the time. Um, yeah. uh, the uh, the Ghost Rider twenty ninety nine was pretty cool. What was the spin on that? It, it was like cyberpunk uh, Ghost Rider inst- what do you mean? instead of like instead of like on like a regular motorcycle with yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. Like he was all technology, and it was like uh uh like a Terminator skull and it was like glowing with like neon shit. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The stories were garbage but it looked cool. Why were the stories so bad? Why? Because it was the 90s. It It, was a bad time. Yeah. A a fallow time for comic book storytelling. Well, it's it's because they were too successful. So they got complacent. Yep. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Did you watch a teaser trailer? I didn't watch it. For what? For the Spider-Man. Yeah. The Spider-Verse. Yeah, I watched it. Parentheses part one. It's fine. It's fine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it, Did you did you like the first one? Yes. You're going to like the next okay, one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, the thing is, this time I'm going into it with expectations. Ooh. I see. I'm not. Ooh, expectations. That's a fucking obstacle. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I know the animation style is going to be the same. Sure. I know there's going to be way more Spider-Man than just twenty ninety ninety nine. Sure. Uh, and so I mean, I'm just I'm, you know, I'm on for you the know, ride. What, you know what to expect. I'm on for the ride. Okay. I'm interested to see where it's going to go. See just how weird it all gets. <laughs> it's going to. I want it to get weird, baby. Uh, <clears throat> the Matrix Awakens. Did that, you, that's did, not the movie. That's a video game. The Unreal Five thing. Yes. Yeah. The Unreal Engine Five experience. <laughs> It's on PS5 and Xbox Series X, uh, developed by members of the original movie team, including director Lena Wachowski and Epic Games. I'm just straight up reading this article. Dude, it, the I... Matrix Awakens, hold on real quick, is, is described as a wild ride into the reality-bending universe of the Matrix that features performances like Anna. So you're going to say what? No, the, uh, they showed, like, clips yeah. of shit, and I am surprised. Like my mind is blown at how good some of this shit fucking looks. It's like like we're get, we're getting to the point where video game technology and movie technology are like catching up with each other to where like the stuff that the video game people are gonna use, yeah. like we're just gonna be watching video game cutscenes that are digital. <laughs> like yeah. digital movies are just gonna be video game cutscenes forever now. It's like it's just. Like the the Unreal Engine is like it's like a tiny digital world building machine, and it looks so good now. Yeah, it's 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 the simulation theory shit. Yeah. It's like it's so good. How do we not know we're not in <clears throat> that we aren't in like Unreal Engine ten? I mean, we, we might be right. Yeah, we're NPCs, just like flying away and NPC and and like users are scrolling around like, oh, look, there's the podcast option. I click around. There was a cinema crispy. So this is it, pre-programmed. And so we're just doing a pre-programmed thing. That's already not so, pre-programmed. No, so we're just it's a, not pre-programmed. So it's, so we're just a radio station on GTA. Yeah, <laughs> that's precisely what we are. But it's a mix of that and because that's pre-programmed. But it's a mix of that and progressive scan, progressive technology, No Man's Sky style, where 
as the game, as you go through the game, things just generate naturally. Yeah. We're, we're part of that. So it's like that free will bullshit. Mm-hmm. That, that's where, you know, I got to hate it. <laughs> the Matrix Awakens. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, same, same. I'm gonna obviously going to be checking it out now that I can. Uh, <clears throat> FX on Hulu is being dropped as a moniker. Everything is just going to be labeled FX now. Okay. All the FX stuff winnowed down to just FX. Uh, people saw FX on Hulu was going away, and they freaked out for a second, yeah. thinking like, oh, no, Disney's shutting it down. Yeah. What they're doing is just really... Um, they're consolidating. Yeah. They're just listen, we own Hulu, we, of, we, we own FX. We don't have to do FX on Hulu. No, this is just FX. It's, yes. just, it's, it's on Hulu. It's its own yeah. <clears throat> channel on Hulu with yeah. a sub. You click on it. Which is awesome. Actually, there's a that's a brand new season of Crossing Swords that just came out. I, Which one's I that know, one? The, the one with uh, Nicholas Holt and the, the tiny little wooden knights. The wood, and, yes, okay. That I talked about like yes. a year ago yes, or absolutely. two. Yeah, there's a season two that just came out. I'm very much looking forward to watching that. All right, there we go. Um, David Tennant slams the UK government to force broadcasters to make distinctively British shows. All right, so this is weird. Okay, so we're getting some British nationalism? Yeah, we're getting some British nationalism popping up over here. Well, I mean, they did vote for Brexit, so... They voted for Brexit, they voted for the Conservatives, and Conservatives are in power. This is the result. Um, David Tennant, he is, uh, what's he most known for at this point? Doctor Who? Right? Probably. And in America, maybe or, uh, Jessica Jones being the bad guy in Jessica Jones. Bad guy in Jessica Jones, or if people watched um, Good Omens on Amazon Prime. Yes, with uh, Michael Sheen, right? That's getting a season two as well. Uh, they're making. Uh, he is currently the star of the BBC adaptation of Jules Verne's Around the World in 80 Days. Um in which his portrayal of Phileas Fogg represents a Victorian traveler as a different type of stuffy Englishman who represents everything that's alarming and peculiar about the old sense of British Empire. So turn it all on its head, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, while he's doing that, um, there has been a mandate by the government to force broadcasters to make more, quote, distinctively British programs. This program spelled P-R-O-G-R-A-M-M-E-S. They're programs. These are programs. We're talking about programs. We're not talking about pro- Yo, American programs. We're talking about proper programs. It's a little too close to pogrom for my <laughs> for my taste. I mean, it's it's British English. <laughs> the British, the Queens. I mean, you talk about the Queens. It is still we we still speak quote unquote English. Yeah, no. So when do we start speaking American? I mean, at this point in time, there is a distinct enough difference to where I think, but still, worldwide right. is still known as English. It's still known as English. How come we can't be known as we talk American? No one likes American either. The English make uh, they do Australian voices, Australian so English voices. Yeah. Uh, if they want to make fun, if they want to talk like a yokel, they talk like an American. And they always either do dumb Southern or uh, California. Well, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> that's because California is where everything is made. So that's known worldwide. Yeah. And uh, dumb Southern is the it's easy. other side of the coin. It's easy. Yeah. That's the bad side. It's like me trying to do Cockney, uh, whatever. Anyway, so it's, here we go. Was, yeah. I'm looking for this David Tennant quote. Is there some inherent criticism within this plea for more Britishness? Did Britishness, did Britishness mean made in Britain or programs? 
that have a certain political viewpoint mm-hmm. like what does he want is it just the government pleading for the artists to be more sympathetic towards it why would the government feel they need more sympathy directed towards them perhaps that's a question they should ask themselves rather than trying to blame it on the television industry see china doesn't have this problem they they greenlight everything that gets made in yeah. china well be, yeah <laughs> So they don't have to make things that are more distinctly Chinese. Because everything's Chinese. It's already all made for the glory of the one party and the yeah. one republic and the people and the country forever. Uh, maybe I'm Communist more, capitalism. Maybe we should be doing that. Maybe I mean, we have a Hollywood. We have the greatest propaganda machine in the history of the world. Yes, but there are checks and balances with that. There are, you know... Th- those th- have been th- blown up years ago, There are man. distinctive political views depending on what kind of movie you're watching. Hmm. Man, we should we need to seize the means of control and make the movies that just show America as uh, like don't fuck with us. Well, then join the Republican Party and vote vote for Trump in twenty twenty four, and you get, can, you can get your propaganda machine. I get it now. I get it now. It's called fascism. I get it now. I understand it. I'm into it. Fascism. Do what I say. Fuck what you say. Do what I say, but don't do as I do. Yeah, no, exactly. To, to me, yeah, or or anybody else that I love. It's about me. Uh, I'm, spare the I'm, I got I'm more powerful than you. I got it. I got it. Spare the ones that I love. Slay the rest. Pretty much. All right. Thank you, Keith Buckley. Um, hey, let's talk about uh, Sylvester Stallone for okay. a second here. Okay. <laughs> he put out a picture of himself uh, chilling on a yacht. A yacht called the, um, I think it's called the Quest. It's like a very, very rich, very well known amongst the apparently the rich. Okay, so people just like rent that motherfucker when they, when they want to do something nice. Yeah, let me see what it's, what's it called. It's called the uh, I know I know the name is on here. The Quantum of Solace is the name okay. of this luxury yacht, which was built in 2012, according to uh, Luxury Yachting Worldwide. Uh, Stallone is on the yacht. Puts a picture of himself on Instagram with the the hat, with the yacht's logo, which has a Q on it, and he puts up a a post of him in the in the in the yacht, whereas he's just like sitting here. I'll pull it up for you, and he says uh, into the into the storm, heading into the storm. Dot dot dot. And then uh, and <laughs> I I saw the HBO fucking Q documentary. What <laughs> the fuck is going? I, those are some scary words. The, that the, go together. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the QAnon people are like, holy shit, Celeste Stallone is one of us, baby. We got, we got it. We got him. He's one of ours. I mean, yes. And I mean, he, he is he's a Republican. Uh, Lifelong Republican. He is conservative. He did uh, he did ask Donald Trump when he was president to, to um, pardon some sort of old boxer or something, which Trump did do. So he's like, thank you, Mr. President. He put out a post like that. Um, so he's an, he is an old Republican. Well, cause, it's because he's rich. But is he QAnon uh, is the question. They finally fall off the fucking deep end. Stallone wrote in a subsequent Instagram on Sunday that the Q on the hat was unequivocally an abbreviation for the Quantum of Solace, the name of the boat I was on, not anything else, not, <laughs> not in capital letters. Well, it, it already happened. The people who want to believe it will believe it. The other people will be like, oh, he's just covering his tracks. Fine. He, he went. We we know. He, he went, wink wink. We wink wink. We know. He then went back and added. He edited the post. Originally, it just said heading into the storm, and then he went back and edited edited the post to add 
um, like that there's a, a a hurricane or some shit that was about to happen. I'm sure. Well, like yeah. it's a literal storm. I was talking about not yeah. some cue your weird cue shit. Yeah. Well, you, you're an idiot. So sorry. Hey, no, I'm sorry. I was, you, you, I was you should watch the HBO that. documentary before I didn't you know start about doing that, that shit. No, I don't know that. <laughs> you know, one of his friends had to tell him about that. He's like, no, I don't know. Keep punching. Oh, fucking Stallone. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, uh, we should be, we should be watching Rocky vs. Drago here pretty soon. The director's cut. <laughs> okay, all right, never mind. Never mind. I'll watch it. Never mind. I'll watch it. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, let's see. Oh shit! I closed the window. Oh, speaking of Stallone, he's going to star in a TV series called Kansas City. Uh, this is according to Deadline, Deadline.com. He will be in the show for Paramount Plus. Uh, so it's a Viacom show, and it is from the makers of Yellowstone. So uh, people seem to like that show. People love that shit. It's Taylor Sheridan, right? Who did like uh, How or High Water and all that stuff, and um, this other guy, Terrence Winter, who did um, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. So they're teaming up to make this Kansas City show, which will be starring Stallone. It's his first uh, TV show. Well, I mean, prestige TV is like a thing now. Like you Absolutely. can you can be a you can do both TV and movies. Absolutely. Like there's that line I think is gone now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just like, what are you going to act in a movie, TV show? Doesn't matter anymore. No, as long as they pay your figure. Like he's been a guest star on occasional TV shows, but this is his first like. I'm a regular. This is my lead. Well, I'm a lead of the show. I mean, thank HBO for making prestige television. HBO is for sure who broke that barrier down, uh, and it's like a gangster type show about gangsters of the gangsters of Kansas City. That type okay. of thing. So Midwest gangsters. Yeah, hey, you know what? We got the trucks. Steven Spielberg didn't use subtitles for the Spanish language scenes in West Side Story because he wanted to respect the language and not make it feel like uh, he were. He was kowtowing to English language audiences. Like, if you don't know Spanish, then too bad. This is what the Spanish characters are saying. Uh, uh, English uh, is not um, taken, it's not supposed to be like a, a given thing. Okay. And also, uh, he points out that every actor, all the Hispanic actors in the film, are they're all Hispanic. There's no brown facing. There's no, like, half Italians out there. There's no Al Pacinos running around being like, wow! <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican! <laughs> It's a, it's a real, it's all, I don't know, it's still, it's still West Side Story, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a classic. It's a classic, man, I love it so much. People have the music. Uh, Ansel Elgort was accused of uh, sexual assault, it's no big deal. He has also this movie, uh, The Fablemans, as in fables, storytelling, right? The Fablemans, which is loosely based on his own upbringing in California in, I guess, the 60s, that would be. Uh, that has a release date November twenty third, twenty twenty two. So, this time next year, we've already seen Spielberg's next film, which is a family drama. Uh, loosely set on this family and set in Arizona. Excuse me, set in Arizona, where he grew up before moving to California to study film. Seth Rogen will play his dad, Lucy. Lucy, based. I say his dad very loosely, very loosely. Seth Rogen's his dad. Michelle Williams, the mom. Uh, Paul Dano is in there, and then uh, I don't know who Gabriel LaBelle is. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, so more Spielberg is coming. Um, Dave Bautista will star in M. Night Shyamalan's next movie. Okay, good for him. Called 
Knock at the Cabin. I still want to watch that show he's on on Apple Plus. Um, see, yeah, him and Jason Momoa. I although like I don't understand how humanity would survive without eyes. Like <laughs> the blind, the blind. Well, no, because like because because like, I watched the uh, like the trailer for it and like. All their costumes look like they're made by people who can see. Who can see. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Drew. And it's made for an audience. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. So they should be no one everyone should look like shit at all times because they can't see. That's so funny. It doesn't matter. God Because they can't see. God damn it, that's so funny. <laughs> so like I wanna watch it, but at the same time, like I did that weird thing in my brain, so I'm not sure if I can, you know, like completely get into the world. The, the logic, <laughs> yeah, the logic of it fell apart for you before you could even click play. Why does it look so good? Why does Momoa have a perfect beard? <laughs> who who cut it that way? How did he know? How does he know? Does he feel? Does he feel it in a like he's wearing like a red samurai outfit? I'm like the whole thing matches. Like how do you know? How do you, like how? That's so funny. Like in my head, it's like. Like even like I'll like I'll I'll cut him a break. I'll say you found an entire samurai piece like in in the wasteland of the apocalypse. Found a piece here, a piece there. How did they all get red? How they're all the same red? They're all the same red. How <laughs> and, are they, and why? How are they color coordinated? They're color coordinated. And, and why? What? They're all blind. You motherfuckers can't see. It doesn't matter. Maybe were they just blinded? I, I don't know. Or are they all living in a world where they've I been don't. blind for a while? Well, ap- apparently, like, the kids are, like, the quote-unquote, like, Jesus types. Where, like, they're born with, they can see. Like, like 0.5% of humanity can see. You Inter- know? Interesting. So people can see, but very, 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 very few people. And they're called it's witches a, and is, all that weird Because they can see, they're called witches! <laughs> so... I don't like this role. <laughs> but Dave Bautista faces off against Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Bautista, Momoa. Momoa. They've got crazy, awesome there, manicured beards there, that there's nobody also, could see. Yeah, they do. There's also uh, an M. Night Shyamalan Apple show that's getting a new season. Okay. A season two. Servant, the okay. one about the uh, fake baby. Okay. You know about that one? I mean, I heard about it. But once again, you know, Apple TV. Even though we have access now, I'm still not... not like, I don't know everything about what's on it. Although I do want to start watching that uh, Aronofsky Will Smith show on uh, D plus. Is is that the the Rock one on the the one you watched that one? Is there a new one? The, there's the, that's One Strange Rock. This yeah, is yeah One Strange Rock. Some, I watched a few of something those. about Earth with Will Smith, and it's like a whole series, but it's Will Smith and, and Aronofsky again. Shit. That so means, appara- that means more appara- weird macro for uh, uh, Apparently, Aronofsky has is just doing nature documentaries now, which I'm totally right. okay with. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll take what I can get from Aronofsky. That's oh. fine. If that's where he's getting paid and, he's, and he can work with Will Smith, yeah. keep talking to him every day. Will, I got an idea for Wild West 2. <laughs> Wild, Wild West 2. Let's talk about it. Um, let's see. Apple Bad Blood film. Don't, wait, what this is this a weird ass headline? Oh yeah, okay. So, uh, you know the whole Theranos thing with Elizabeth yes. Holmes and I, all of that. I watched the documentary. You watched the documentary. The How about an Adam McKay movie starring Jennifer Lawrence? Okay, with her doing the weird yeah. voice, uh-huh. deep voice. Okay, thing. like I'll watch it. How's it not right itself? This is gonna be yeah. amazing. I'll watch it. Right, it's already a crazy ass fucking story. We got the goddamn. I mean, the trial's going on as we speak. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to wait for it to end before they... they uh... 
I guess maybe it'll just be a thing where the movie will end with the trial scene and then it'll like freeze frame, then it'll be on scene. This is what happened Elizabeth trial. Holmes was sentenced yeah. to like this many or, years or, in got, prison. or got off scot free or whatever. Hell no, she ain't getting off. No, no, she's fucking fuck. guilty as fuck. Her, I mean, the fucking, uh, the dude that she was working with too, like he should go to jail too. Hell yeah, they better. Better. They all should that, that documentary, that HBO series, or that HBO documentary is really good. What was that called? It's called like called? Bad Blood, I think. Bad Blood. Or, I, think, I think that's what they're going to call this movie as well. Yeah, anyway, it's a great documentary. And they're going to put it, it's an it, Apple it, movie. It's fascinating. Um. Well, shit, you're going to have to watch that and the Adam McKay, Jennifer Lawrence movie. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad has a cameo in Licorice Pizza. Cool. Apparently, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson who was making this movie had a vision in his mind of a specific character and he was like I know someone who looks like that it's goddamn DiCaprio's dad looks like that <laughs> so he called him up and was like hey what do you you want to be in a movie <laughs> any chance you want to be in a movie uh, so there's a there's a very quick little weird just a side character just happens to be DiCaprio's dad awesome that's pretty that's, I just thought that was cute no. uh, we should be seeing Licorice Pizza shit here in like a week or two I cool. think it's going to come out here pretty soon just getting a regular old wine release. That's another one we'll be talking about around the old Oscar time. It's going to be... I have a, a short little list here. Let's see. Let me pull it up. Of movies for, for Oscar... Considerations. For talk, Oscar talkies. Uh, let's see what I... What is it? Oh, these are... That's not what I want. I want this list here. We have... Uh, we're talking about movies like... We saw already Belfast. Mm-hmm. Belfast. I get it. Um, Spencer. That's more for Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Um, West Side Story, even though it didn't make much money, and it's, that actually hurts a movie's box office uh, Oscar chances. It's still Spielberg. But it's still Spielberg. So expect nominations. And also for nominations, Power of the Dog. Yeah. Uh, for Denzel, at very least, Tragedy of Macbeth. That's Apple Plus. We'll be able to watch that. That's on Apple Plus. That'll be coming here soon. And then also um, uh, Frances McDormand. Okay. She's become yeah. a, almost uh, an almost a Meryl Streep in terms yeah. of, let's just nominate her for everything she does. Um, small chance of uh, it's got good odds for a uh, critical buzz. Tick, tick, boom! The musical movie with Andrew Garfield, the Lin Manuel. I've been hearing good things about it on the internet. Everyone likes it. But it's a good movie. Everyone it's not likes a it. movie that I'm going to watch. I don't think any of us, are, either of us, are going to check it out. But people like it and expect that one to maybe get some uh, Oscar stuff going on. Licorice Pizza. Uh, this that, is the type of thing that I will watch. That will for sure watch, and also another one will watch that. Uh, it. It's a type of thing where before it comes out, people are like, this could be Oscar worthy. Or it comes out and people see it and I'm like, nah. nah. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Which oh, is, with uh, Bradley Cooper? Yes. I saw, the, I saw a trailer for that recently. Yep. Or uh, a teaser, that, I guess. Yes, that is uh, coming out here in a couple of weeks. I'll watch it. It's a remake of, I think, a 50s horror film, Nightmare Alley. And uh, it's, so that means it's like people love, especially the Academy, they love like the, the deep lore, not but like deep cut remake. The, they, the prestige pieces. Prestige piece. The tour already I mean, won I've, stuff for The Shape of Water. I've seen Bradley Cooper with his fucking, his suit and his 50s mustache. Yeah. So like, I get it. I see what they're doing here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Dune will probably be nominated for stuff. I may even win some technical, technical things. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I may win some technical stuff. Sci-fi. That's just it, Chris. People are finally realizing that really good sci-fi is just really good anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just good, baby. It's good. Um, hey. Happy. Coming up here. Happy 50th birthday. Said the Godfather. Goddamn. <laughs> Half a century old. Jeez. 
get in a 4K theatrical re-release. I'm not sure if that's going to be good or bad. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna find out because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna see that shit in theaters yeah. for sure. I would love to see The Godfather in a theater. That sounds fun. Uh, it's getting, it's gonna re-release in 4K for its 50th anniversary. Um, <laughs> so Dwayne Johnson he tells a story about how for Black Adam they have the world's greatest costume designers on set to make this thing to make the costume they sh- he shows up for the fitting here's the costume and he's like what's all this uh, what's all this padding <laughs> I do, am I not giant enough <laughs> am I not a freak enough for you like you have padding in this and he had him take out all the padding so it was just like an actual suit skin tight suit yes and then he put it on and he was like yes this is amazing this is perfect uh, also uh, Jamie Homie how do you say his name Jamie Jamie, Jamie Kale Sarah, who uh, directed the movie, talking about how, uh, how this movie, the way they're making it, they're blowing this thing up in such a way. There's no way it can come anywhere near what they're trying to blow to be. But they're like, in order to film what uh, Black Adam does and how he does, we had to go above and beyond in terms of the technology, and then that bled into everything else we did in the movie. And then when this movie comes out, it's gonna change the way people make comic book movies and superheroes and the way they depict all this shit. Well, I mean, maybe they figured out something. It's possible. It, it, it could be one of those movies that just like all someone cracks something exactly. Some, some sort of somebody code. cracked some sort of code, and, and maybe it will. Zack Snyder with a crush look of three hundred. All of a sudden, everyone yeah. tries to make a movie that looks like three hundred for the next ten. Exactly. Years. Um, they shot certain scenes in this movie at nine hundred frames a second. Interesting. What the fuck are they doing with that? We'll we'll find out. We're going to find out. That's wild. 900 frames a second is wild. I'm cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's some fucking superhero shit. Uh, From the director of, like, Unknown. (laughs) (laughs) And the Jungle Cruise. (laughs) All right. Who you say so? Um, So I'm looking forward to that. It's just for the technical aspect alone. Um, STX Entertainment has been sold... Uh, for $173 million. I feel like that's not that much money. But yeah. It's been sold as a library. Uh, they've been making movies. One was uh, that Joel Edgerton movie, The Gift, 2013, yeah. 2014. Something like that. <laughs> so you have six, seven years worth of uh, movies, uh, including movies like Hustlers that just came out, uh, Bad Bombs. That was pretty big for them. They made yeah. a bunch of money. Uh, they just got sold to some sort of hedge fund. They're going to become a library. The uh, Their days as a movie producer, I believe, are over. Or they'll probably get into streaming. Because it's probably cheaper. It's possible. The guy that started was a, a executive producer who um, started his own company. He tried to do everything based on the algorithm. There's a big article that came out about him when SCX started. You know, he was like, he, he cracked his own code. Hollywood code. Yeah. No, no, cracking the, that's bullshit. No one can crack the code. The code is uncrackable. It's the uncrackable code of life. You think you can crack the code? There is no code to crack. It's so coded, there is no code. You know what I mean? Like, if it's all code, there is no code. You know what I'm saying? Does this make sense? But if there is no code, then that means it could all be code. The Matrix. Resurrections. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in Dune. In Dune, uh, his vision of Jameis. Jameis says, uh, uh, life is not a mystery to be solved. It's something to be experienced. Can't figure it out by stopping it. You just gotta go with it. 
uh, what was he talking about? Is he talking about life or is he talking about riding a worm? It doesn't matter. Oh, or, or is he talking in a, a conversation that they will never have because he's going to kill him? He's got to kill him <laughs> because not all his visions are exactly as they appear. Yeah. He still has, he's guiding him into the next world uh, in that vision and yeah. he guides him to his next world in life yeah. just in a different way that he didn't expect. Um, what I'm saying is that uh, none of it makes any sense. We just got to go with it and then we die. Well, yeah. S6 got sold for less than $200 million. I feel like we could have kickstarted and got that much money to buy SCX. Oblivion. Life. Back to Oblivion. Back to Oblivion. <laughs> um, part of that $173 million included like 150 in debt, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so they were a failure. SCX is a big old failure. Uh, there's a Ben Affleck Anna de Armas movie called Deep Water that was supposed to come out. We got pulled from the schedule. Uh, it has an interesting premise. Uh, is that where they started fucking? This is the movie where they got together and fucked for a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, Adrian Lin has been around for a while. He makes sexy thrillers. Movies like what was what was his last big one was that um that Diane Lane one, Unfaithful. Remember that from the early two thousands? No. Um, this is based on a novel from nineteen fifty seven. The book, also titled Deep Water, tells the story of a married couple in a small town whose loveless marriage is held together only thanks to an arrangement in which she is allowed to take however many lovers she wishes. But when the husband grows jealous, he concocts a murderous plot in which many of the lovers turn up dead. So she, so everybody she fucks, he kills. <laughs> yes. Eventually. Okay. At first, he's cool with it. But then he's like, actually, this sucks. Um, he directed Flashdance. Back in the day, Fatal Attraction. This is his biggest hit. Oh, so, that, so that guy. That guy. Man. The Fatal so Attraction so are, are, are sexy 90, 90s movies coming back? I hope so. God, I hope so. Basic Instinct 3? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if I want to see that. I mean, or reboot. I don't want to reboot. I don't want to reboot either. All right, just give me... We need a new version of the, the Basic Instinct, but that's not Basic Instinct. Um... There was a bunch of rumors recently on the interwebs, because that's all the interwebs are good for, that Black Panther colon Wakanda is being delayed further because Letitia Wright isn't coming back. That all this bullshit having to do with possible anti-vax stuff, is it injury or whatever, that they that there had this big issue with her. But now it's official. It's coming back into production in January. She will be there. All that stuff. It's rumors, all whatever. What, yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's still going to happen. So cool. Uh, just throwing that out there for the people, updating folks on that. Finally, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the same. So, yes. you know, I have very limited expectations for this movie. Yes, exactly. Which probably is going to be uh, beneficial, honestly, for the movie's part. Um, let's finish up talking about Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer film. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be interesting. A big budget drama about the invention of the atomic bomb. Uh, I just I just want to see the mushroom cloud once. <laughs> yeah, oh man, in IMAX, baby. I I still I I still to this day get a half chubby every time I see a fucking atom bomb go. Drew off. loves the <laughs> idea of mass mass death. I don't know, it's something, dude. It's, in a flash, it, mass it, death in a flash. It's hauntingly beautiful, though. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In in my high, senior year of high school, I was the co 
editor of the literary magazine. We had a newspaper that came out every month and then a literary uh-huh. magazine once a year. I was a co-editor and part of the collage art we threw in there was a picture of an atom bomb going off and then in the in the middle we we cut out uh, just the word progress so we put that right in the middle of that. Yeah. And uh, that was the the general vibe of that year's literary magazine at my sc- at my high school and uh that magazine never came out. <laughs> Do you wonder why? They, yeah, we we turned it in for production, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, they delivered the box and they got lost. We don't know what happened to your magazine. It never came out." Uh-huh. Yeah, thanks, guys. Fucking, I hate, I hate, I hate school. <laughs> I hate school so much. Uh, let's talk about this cast for Oppenheimer. We already have Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., and Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy playing the titular Robert Oppenheimer. No. Um, adding to that, we have. Uh, aforementioned already, Florence Pugh. Okay. All right. She will play Jean Tetlock, whose affair with Oppenheimer was a security risk due to her allegiance <laughs> to the Communist Party of the United States. Oops. Um, <laughs> Benny Safdie. <laughs> yeah. I love that he's showing up in these movies. What the <laughs> fuck? Edward Teller, a Hungarian physicist and member of the Atomic Bomb Development Program. And Rami Malik. We'll be playing a scientist, yeah. though not fully revealed who. Yeah. So let's get all the weird-looking people and make them scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll have him get yelled at by uh, Robert Downey Jr., I'm sure. So, yeah, dude, this cast is looking good. Those I mean, it's Christopher happy. Nolan. Yeah, I'm Every- saying they're all excited to work with Christopher Nolan, for sure. Yeah. Right? And also, his first time working with a lot of these people. Yeah. Uh, has he done anything with Matt Damon before? I don't think so. I don't think so. Interstellar. I mean... I just want yes, to... Yes, he pops up in Interstellar yeah, and Cameo. Right, yeah. But Emily Blunt, no. Robert Downey Jr., no. Yeah. Man, this is going to be good. I just wonder what, where, where Tom Hardy's going to show up. Yes. <laughs> I am the bomb. <laughs> like, he'll he'll be... Like, he'll just be, like, in the background for at least once. Like, he's going to be in... Wearing a mask. I don't, I don't understand how he's going to be in the movie, but he's going to be in the movie. I will give you the code that you need. We will shut off the bomb. Um, the script is based on Kai Bird and Martin J. Sherwin's 2005 Pulitzer Prize-winning book, American Prometheus, The Triumph and Tragedy of J. Robert Oppenheimer. That's the type of book where I would pick it up and start reading it, and then like 100 pages in, I'm like, damn, this book is good. And I start telling people about it, and then look Close at the surprise. cover. The people are really <laughs> Of course it's good, you idiot. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> it was goddamn Pulitzer. Of course it's amazing. You're telling people it's good. You're stupid. Go home. <laughs> I do that all the time. I feel so dumb when I do that. I do it. Uh, the movie is planned to be coming out July 21st, 2023. Oh, my God. Am I still going to be alive? These days, it's more and more of a question. Um, let's end this thing. Trusa Kyber, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, you're welcome, listeners, for this week's free episode of the show. We'll be back next week with uh, 2467. Uh, oh, thank heaven. It's 467. Thank heaven. It's 467. What if I told you there was no heaven? Oh, shit. Then there's no show. <laughs> <laughs> Then we're fucked. What if I told you heaven is here? We're living in it. This is heaven. Heaven is a place on earth. Heaven. What's that song? <laughs> Bye, guys.
A PFT Media Production.